Love hitting the highway? It's time now for Road Trips Australia with the Dark. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. There's a Top Parks holiday for every family budget. Plus, become a Top Parks G'day Rewards member and save even more. Visit topparks.com.au. Yes, g'day and welcome to the very latest edition of Road Trips Australia, an Aussie travel podcast produced by Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks and proudly sponsored by BF Goodrich Tyres. Now, every week we go into detail of Australian road trips and the attractions along the way, the must-do stop-offs, tips and information as well. We'll put the spotlight on a Top Park caravan park right that you can stay in and you can enjoy for your very own road trip. Now the facilities, the services you can expect, the accommodation options from caravan and camping sites to on-site cabins and a whole lot more. This week our road trip takes us through the Grampians in Victoria where we'll look at the highlights and all the stop-offs along the way and I'll also be joined a bit later on by Dean Bagley from Top Parks as we put the spotlight on Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park, one that Vic Whitman reckons is an absolute cracker. Now you too can be a part of the podcast. All you need to do is send us an email and suggest your own road trip or one that we should look at, bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck. Well, he's been pretty busy because he's now a YouTube channel sensation. <laughs> he's what they call an influencer now. Vic Widman, Ooh. g'day. Oh, I haven't got the influenza, have I? I hope not. <laughs> what is it? What is an influenza? An influencer. An influencer. Did you make that word up? I've no, not I didn't. No, I didn't. But apparently, there's a few of them around. There's a few influencers out there. You so can... I get out there and I influence people to do things like travel, which is what this this program's all about. That's exactly right. It? That's exactly right, mate. Is it, what it's about. And as we say, with Road Trips Australia, now for people who listen to us on the radio and and have followed Vic Woodman for many years and know of his uh, fantastic tag along um, business, where you go out and travel Australia and see all, everything there is to see in the safety of other like-minded people in numbers and things like that. We're into our four-wheel drives and our off-road vans and caravans and things like that and camper trailers, but you don't necessarily need to have a four-wheel drive or any of that stuff to enjoy a road trip. In fact, you can do it in any car. And Vic's actually done a lot of uh, road trips in his own personal car, which yeah. is a, uh, a Toyota 86, isn't it, Vic? Oh, the current one is, mate. Yeah, look, I've, over the years, I've had a, had a range of, of nice little road cars, um, a couple of Mini Cooper S's there for a while, which I absolutely adore, the Mini Cooper S's, mm. and, um, and was involved with the, um, the new Mini Cub, the BMW Minis, uh, quite a bit with them. In fact, to the point where they made me a lifetime member in Club Mini, so thanks, guys. Um, for that, we ran Club trips Mini. down through the... What's it sorry, called? Cohen. Club Mini. Club Mini, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah. the cafe latte for little, style. For little people. <laughs> for little people, yeah, well. But look, we, we ran some great trips with that. We did a couple of trips in the Tasmania. Mm. We did trips along the Great Ocean Road, which we've talked about. We did trips through the high country on the Great Alpine Way, which I think I've spoken about that one. We did Thunderbolts Way, which we've talked about on the, the podcast as well, mate. Mm. So, That's you know, right. got the, the, it's just we're just so lucky. I mean, look. You know, I've got the opportunity I can go bush totally in my four-wheel drive and get right off right off grid, as they say, um, or I can, you know, roll out the road car and um, and just do a nice little road trip and uh, 
I tell you what, they're both fantastic. They're both exciting. And, uh, um, well, to be honest, I can't wait to, to start doing more of that. In fact, I've got little plans for a few more road trips coming up, mate, in my, my part of the world. Um, putting down some hard cash on a very nice little road car, but I, I can't say too much because the wife doesn't know about it yet. No, fair enough. Hard cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since it's been produced by you. I was going to say, it's all right, mate. She never listens to me anyway. Uh, you know, exactly. <laughs> but, um, no, that's, well, that, well, that is true. I mean, road trips are a good thing and you can do them on motorbikes and plenty, plenty of people do mm. that as well as any sort of vehicle. And everyone loves a road trip, but you don't necessarily have to get into the four-wheel drive scene, you can just hop in your car and off you go and uh, and uh, and go on your very own road trip. Mate, the Grampians, we're going yeah. for a drive through there. Mate, beautiful part of uh, Victoria. Oh, and uh, Another beautiful place. Yeah. You always pick the good spots. I mean, geez, you've been to a few, um, but that, uh, currently it's a bit it's off limits to everybody, yeah. including people who actually live in Victoria, yeah. but it won't yeah. be forever, so... Uh, Mate, tell us about the uh, road trip through the Grampians, mate. Where are we starting from and where are we Oh, uh, look, I, yeah, look, I mean, I to be honest, mate, I feel a bit sorry for the, the Victorians that, that, that currently, you know, depending when you listen to the podcast, but, you know, we're in the middle of the COVID thing and they are locked down there, but eventually we'll come out of this and um, the Victorians are really able to travel within their own state, like we're, we're able to travel in our individual states and, um, and this would be a great road trip for them and, and then when the borders open, this is going to be a brilliant trip for anyone, you know, outside of Victoria as well. And, and we were just talking about my mini club and that. Like, I did a, a trip down the Great Ocean Road, which is just south of the Grampians, which is in the central part of Victoria. And uh, we came back up through Halls Gap and, and through the Grampians. And uh, it is a, a really, really spectacular part of the country. And again, it's another one of those places that and I just think gets a little bit overlooked by people. Uh, you know, I mentioned, Duck, that it's right in central Victoria. If you drew a line pretty much, you know, from one side to the other and from the bottom to the top, where it crossed is probably pretty much where the Grampians is located. So um, 230 k's to the west of Melbourne. So look, it's a day's drive for people in Melbourne, uh, out via Ballarat, uh, all the way through the town of Ararat, and I wonder why they have Ballarat and Ararat. I wonder if Ararat and Ballarat are related. Mm, I've got no mm. idea. Anyway, you know, when you're in, when you're in, we're going to digress here, which is what I do occasionally. You know, down in that southwest corner of um, WA, Western Australia, that other country now, yeah. um, everything ends in up. It's, you know, dwelling up and looking up and mm. going up and, you know, and, and I think that's uh, some, you know, Special meaning. I probably should know what that means. It probably means, um, you know, place of meeting of two rivers or something. I don't know. Mm, giddy up. But um, but yeah, giddy up. Yeah, that's a, that's where the horses all go. So, but yeah, it's just one of those things. I just when I was just looking at the map now, we've got Ballarat and then Ararat. It just seems a bit strange. But the, the Ararat probably is uh, means a meeting of you know, maybe two rivers. Who knows? Mm, yeah, but you that's did got nothing say to that. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, I'll go along with it. Not that but I've seen any rivers you, there, but anyway. <laughs> if you continue west, um, oh, actually northwest from Ararat, you go to the little town of Stall, um, spelt S-T-A-W-E-L-L. Yep. I, I, I always actually call it Stallwell because uh, that's like how it's pronounced, or Starwell. Mm. Um, but uh, I did a bit of research, as I do occasionally, for our, our podcast. I know that'll, that'll brighten your day. Mm. 
but um, but it had the pronunciation just of Stahl, S-T-A-H-L, Stahl. And the little town of Stahl is actually really, really famous in Australia. And, and I reckon, I reckon you might even know why. Have you ever heard of, heard of the Stahl gift? No. You haven't? No. Well, that, now that actually surprised me because I know you follow sport pretty closely. Mm. The Stahl gift is a foot race, mate. It's a foot race. Right. It's held every year down in the little town of Stahl. And, in fact, it's the most um, prestigious foot race uh, in Australia. In fact, I think the last um, last year, they couldn't run it this year with all the issues, but last year it had um, like a $40,000 Australian first prize. Right. So it's the most prestigious foot race in Australia. On top of that, it's actually a handicap race. So they have a, it's held over Easter. So if you're planning a drive, and I'm going to talk about a couple of different events that occur around the Grampians, and we'll talk about them in a moment. But these towns are around the base of the Grampians. Uh, but if you, you go down that way in Easter, you'll be there when the stall gift is on. And stall is like, it's it really pumps. I mean, this is a huge event. It runs the whole of the four days mm. over Easter. And the uh, the main, the final, you know, the grand final race is on the Easter Monday. Mm. And during the heats, they work out who, you know, who can run the fastest, blah, blah, blah. And then they hold the race over 130 yards or 120 metres. And it's supposed to be slightly sloping uphill on a grass circuit. So it's on a, on one of the ovals in the centre of town. Well, I would say and it's at Central Park because I'm looking at it now. And you're looking it up, aren't it's, you? it's where yeah. the, the Stall Gift Hall of Fame is located as well. That's it, as well. This race has been going since, oh, you're probably going to beat me too, I think about 1887 or something. No, I wasn't, so I wasn't I guess, looking at it that much. I'm just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> the, lo- the longest foot race, and I don't mean by length, but by time in Australia, the richest foot race in Australia, the Stall Gift is televised. The actually grand final of the final race is televised around Australia every Easter Monday. And it usually makes the news on the Monday night really? as well. I've never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. No, I, I, that's why I'm really surprised because, it's you know, I, I remember even as a kid when I was growing up and, you know, hearing about the stall, the stall gift and the and the foot race that it was. And, um, I mean, $40,000 just to win a foot race. Geez, I might start taking up running again. You know, you know I, I actually won a trophy at Lane Cove Primary School when I went to school in 19, year six. 1932. <laughs> No, not quite, but close. I, I, did, win, I, did, I did win a championship um, when I was at school as well. I was actually, what, what, rolling down the hill? No, I was actually the hide-and-seek champion. <laughs> oh, yeah, no one could ever find you. <laughs> Nobody could ever you find never went to school. Uh, no that was the thing. Find me. Yeah. Anyway, go But on. look, it's, it's really interesting that this, you know, this, this foot race uh, is held in this tiny little town. Uh, it's only a population of about 7,000 in stall itself. Uh, but obviously, it established in the late 1800s as part of the gold rush. And it was the, you know, the gold rush miners who actually started off this foot race idea, and it, it's just stuck around. And like I say, it's a handicap race, so you know, people start from scratch, or they get a you know a, a one meter up to a ten meter start. They reckon that in the in the heats leading up to it, that some of the the runners actually fudge a little bit, and they don't run as hard as they normally could. So they've got to win, you know, they've got to win their heat to get through. So they, they, you know, they don't run maybe as well as they can, so they get more of a handicap. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, maybe getting the scrutineers to go over the 
go over the vehicle before, you know, after the end of the the race and see if anyone's been shooting. But um, but that's just a little bit of history there with with the town of Stall. So um, from Stall, you head basically south southwest. I'm just looking at the map now. Yeah, look southwest. There's a number of sealed roads. This is the kind of road trip that you can do, as you said, mate, in a, in a bike, on a car, a trailer, a caravan. Your four-wheel drive, anything. This is over you could get ride a bicycle in there if you wanted to, because um, they're all sealed roads. You could spend probably you know three, four days at least just in the Grampians, and maybe a lot longer. In fact, the Grampians date way, way back. Like this is even beyond you and me, mate. Over four hundred million years ago, uh, the Grampians were laid down as a giant lake. Right. And because it's all sandstone. Now, they reckon that that lake, that lake bed, was over seven kilometres deep of, you know, silted up sand, etc. And then over the years, that, you know, the, the, the continents were moving around, and that section of Victoria got pushed up, uh, you know, giant earthquakes and things like that. And that lake bed got raised right up. Now, the highest mountain in there at the moment is, is over 1,100 metres. So it got raised up quite a bit. <clears throat> and, um, and of course, over that 400 million years, it's all weathered down. And, in fact, to the west of the Grampians is a place called the Little Desert, which is, as you can imagine, being a desert, there's a hell of a lot of sand out there. And that pretty much stretches all the way from central Victoria right across to the South Australian border. But all that sand came from the, the weathering of this huge sandstone uh, range that was lifted up out of the, uh, out of the swamps that were there over 400 million years ago. So, you know, it's always interesting to understand how these places are formed. But what makes it even more interesting is that once you start to drive up into the Grampians, now this is the beauty of the place, mate, is that there's a road that goes right through the centre of it to the town of Halls, Halls Gap, which is right in the middle of the mountain range. And that's where the Top Parks Caravan Park is located, which you're going to talk about. And Halls Gap is a really, really nice town um, with these towering sandstone cliffs all around it. So there's a road that goes from the north to the south all the way down to the town of Dunkeld. Um, that's called the Grampians Road, obviously. Um, but Halls Gap basically is right in the middle of the uh, of the valley created by this uplifting of all these sandstone um, sedimentary rock that was laid down, as I mentioned, a long, long while ago. As a result of that, you know, as you lift rock up, as it solidifies and it lifts up, it fractures. So you've got the layered sandstone leaning over at 45 degree angles. And in fact, some of the angles in the Grampians are getting up to nearly 90 degrees. So you can imagine, you know, that rock strata turned almost completely on its end and then it, then it weathers down. The result is absolutely stunning scenery. Absolutely stunning walks all through that sandstone country, and an amazing, amazing lookouts. Now I don't know if you if you um, even want to do this while I'm talking. You just Google up the Grampians National Park. Even put in the balconies at the Grampians, right? And you will see what I'm talking about, where there are these sandstone platforms that literally jut out into seemingly midair off the edge of the the range and they just drop like 400 500 foot straight down into the valley and these and there are lookouts where you can walk out onto that those uh, those balconies of sandstone 
and look down into that that view of the Victoria Valley. And I have to tell you, mate, it is a very, very stunning location to visit. Now, they're, um, they being national parks, that was declared a national park in 1983, and um, they're actually installing a, a walk, and I was just reading about that. There's a walk you can do, not for you or me, but it's like 13 days long and 260 kilometres long. <laughs> it's a pretty decent walk all around the Grampians. Mm. And uh, that would that will include a lot of climbing and rock climbing in that. I'm looking at, the, mate, I'm looking at the balconies now. It's unbelievable. Aren't they unreal? It looks, right? you, know, they, you look at the front photo I'm looking at, it looks like a dinosaur yeah. with its mouth open. Yeah. With the actual yeah. rock. Sawing off teeth. It's yeah. amazing. It's like a... Yeah, and that, and like I say, the, and the, is that one of the photos where someone's standing out on one of them, and no. like there's seemingly nothing underneath them. Mate, there's no um, one standing. On, I'll tell you what, you'd, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to be caught on there. It's unbelievable. No, yeah, yeah, no, and and look, it, it is. I mean, you can well, you can see from that photo that you're looking at how spectacular that scenery is, and and depending on what time of the year you go, like if you if you do the trip in autumn, I think last week we were talking about how it's great to do drives in autumn in Australia. Of course, the beautiful autumn colours and the cool mornings and the nice days. But up there in autumn, you've got those valleys that are full of that, that mist early in the morning. You know, So you're looking down on that milky white mist that just fills up every gap and hollow in, in the valley. Um, you can hear the cows bellowing down in the valley from right up on those balconies because that, that is very, very fertile land in all that country that's below them there. In fact, that's like... Um, you know, the, the fertile area of Victoria all through there. So there's an awful lot of farming and uh, and uh, dairy farms, cattle farms and all that all through that central part of Victoria. And you can sit up on those balconies and even though you could be five or six kilometres away, you know, on a very still morning, you can actually hear the cows mooing and carrying on looking for their calves. And uh, it is just a truly, truly spectacular place. So... The the other thing I just want to throw in there is that there's the Grampians and the Halls Gap itself has this huge wine uh, festival, food and wine festival, right. which is also a fairly big area for for grape growing and, and wineries, and um, and they have this uh, festival in the first weekend I think it is in May, so there's another another period of time that's not a bad idea to visit. Um, you might recall the the movie Picnic at Hanging Rock. Mm. Um, and that that actual that actually location, Hanging Rock, that's that's like an outlying rocky escarpment of the Grampians and that sandstone type country. In fact, the the location Hanging Rock's not far from the Grampians. Yeah, right. So, so um, was it filmed down there? Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, yeah. You know, I mean, parts of it were filmed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was definitely filmed around that that sandstone. It was a very scary and, movie, I reckon. It was very. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've got to say, <laughs> I, I think that was a very. Yeah, very scary movie. It was just very eerie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of Australia's most famous movies. Yeah, I know. Rock, mm. You know, and like when was it, mate? It must have been in the late oh, in the seventies, early late seventies, early eighties. You know? Oh yeah, I don't know. I think it would have been the seventies. Someone will tell us. Yeah, Sigrid Fortin, I think she started. I think it was one of her first movies. Mm. In fact, she was only like a schoolgirl basically in those mm. days. Mm. Um, and, and it was depicted around the, the Victorian era when, you know, the, the school kids were, they were all dressed in their long dresses and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, it was filmed at, at, at Hanging Rock and called Picnic at Hanging Rock, and that's just at the base of the Grampians. So it's, um, 
there's some great drives. I mean, look, you know, it's not just a drive out from Melbourne out to Halls, Halls Gap there. You can go, you know, for, for drives all around that mountain range, basically through it, right over the top. The road that I was talking about, or sorry, the balconies that we were talking about, there's a sealed road that goes all the way up to there. So, you know, you, as I say, anyone can do this. I don't know if I'd ride a bicycle up that hill, oh. although there are plenty of bike riders to do these days in all that, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean oh, I'm, to I'm not, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not one of them. Anyone riding a bike uphill for five kilometres, I think, you know, mm. uh, they're, they're a better person than I am, put it that way. Well, fitter. But um, on the way up, you'll go past uh, a turn-off to Mackenzie Falls, and that is really worth seeing. One of the largest waterfalls in Victoria, not the largest, but one of the largest. And there's a great lookout. It's not far from the car park. You pull up and look, to be honest, you only have to walk a few metres to get to the lookout looking over uh, Mackenzie Falls. But if you're really up to it, you can do the walk on the stairs, 260-odd stairs, all the way to the bottom and stand right down at the base of it and you probably get sprayed with water, especially if there's a bit of wind blowing. But, you know, I've done that and that's a really, really special waterfall, that one. Um, last time we were down there, I mentioned, um, you know, being down there with my, my mini club, we were up, up at the balconies and the fog came in and, uh, or low cloud, I guess it was, and that buggered up, <laughs> buggered up the view a bit. But, um, but the next thing we were getting sleep on us. So, you know, we were there in, I think it was about May and, uh, obviously a bit of a change came through and we were getting a little bit of snow and a, and a fair bit of sleep coming down when we were in the car park at the balconies. We did go out of the balconies, but we were just standing there looking at mist. So I guess you could say we missed the view because of the mist. Mm. Get it? Mm. Okay. Which you might laugh at that one, but there you go. All right. Um, it's a national park, um, and there, there will be, as we mentioned, there's a great caravan park in there. There'll be other really good accommodation, either in Halls Gap uh, and also in all the towns around there. And there's a number of top parks, actually, I noticed, all around that central part of Victoria. Mm. Um, the A lot of it got burnt out. There were some big bushfires down there probably about 10 years ago, and uh, a lot of the area got burnt out. And look, you know, like, I guess in the end, mate, bushfires are just part of Australian countryside these days. Yeah. You know, well, not just these days. They always have been. And and they come and they go, and, the, you know, the trees burn and they die, and then new ones come up, and, uh, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. But um, it's a, a brilliant drive getting all around the Grampians, going via Ballarat, and of course Ballarat's gold, gold town, all that stuff. Mm. All this country was opened up in the 1800s due to gold, gold mining. Um, and uh, I think the Grampians were first discovered by Europeans in 1836 when, uh, when the first explorer Mitchell went through there. Yep. And it was named actually after a mountain range in England, the Grampians. Um, there's a lot of Aboriginal heritage uh, to go with it. And the visitor centre in Halls Gap actually uh, talks about a lot of the Aboriginal heritage for the area. Mm. And uh, and a lot of wildlife, actually I just remembered when we were down there, we were at a little cafe down in Halls Gap there doing what you know, us many drivers do. Sit down and drink our cafe lattes. Yeah. And, um, and there were. Like dust of cinnamon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, Medium yep. foam on the top? That's a little bit. Not, yep, not a little bit like that. that. And do a little heart because, you know, we're all lovers at heart, mm. etc. Uh, love, <laughs> love, love your minis. Yeah. 
but yeah, what I was um, what I was trying to spit out was that um, <laughs> there's um, I think there was a bowerbird, you know, the, the bowerbirds that, yeah. that go around, they build their bowers, and and there was a lyrebird, and those were walking like right around the, the coffee shop in the main street. So there's an awful lot of wildlife, a lot of the little wallabies. Um, in fact, you've got to be pretty careful when you're driving in the afternoon on the roads in the Grampians. There's lots of wallabies around, and, um, you know, like the kids just, just go nuts because there's, there's so much wildlife to see down there. And mum and dad enjoy it because the sceneries are great. There's great walks. The waterfalls are great. Uh, that that view on a clear day from the balconies, mate, um, probably none better. And like I say, it's another one of these places you, like, you just don't hear very much about. And yet it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it certainly is. And like you say, it's a, and a good road trip. It's a good, you know, for, for a day out. Well, you, you know, on a, you know, if you took a couple of days and and, yep. and, and stayed at the uh, Lakeside Tourist Park and just explored yeah. that area, I mean, it's a great way to spend a weekend. Like you say, around autumn time, even this time yep. of year, you know, another. Oh, yeah. yeah. They um, reckon summer gets really hot. Yep. They reckon summer's pretty warm, yeah. uh, which it would be in central Victoria. Yeah. But but again, look, talking about the Melbourne people, like it's two hundred and thirty k away. I mean, that's only you know three yeah, not, hour drive. Yeah, not far. Yep. You can go up there for the weekend, stay at the top park, do do some of the walks, go yeah. to the Mackenzie Falls, go and look at the view at the balconies. The kids can see the, the wallabies, and and then you're back home Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and like mm. what, you know, how lucky are they? You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And um, the thing that, that that strikes me about this region is the is the scenery, and and it must just produce its own atmosphere. You just you just yeah. feel so relaxed. It's like other yep. parts of Australia, like the Flinders, or even up in Alice Springs with the ranges there, and you know, and, and you're surrounded by it, and that's what it, that's got that. It looks to me that it have that that feeling of you know just relaxation. Oh yeah, it's like another world. Mm. You know, you, you you get out there, and the pace slows down, and um, and you just it's like um, well, like in some respects, some parts of the Grampians is a little bit like Jurassic Park, you know, that, that those movies where you've seen the giant mountains all around you. And I guess that helps in establishing that, you know, you've transported yourself out of your norm, out of your, your week, working week, I should say, um, and you can totally escape and relax. And, you know, the, the abundance of the wildlife and then the overpowering scenery. And then, of course, you know, in those towns uh, around there, Ararat, uh, Storwell, Horsham, mate, brilliant little towns, great restaurants, um, mm. great wineries. I mean, it's it's just, it's got everything. And then you can go there at Easter and watch a good race at Stall. Yeah, exactly. Even though it is only you can go in it, win 40 grand. You win, win 40 <laughs> grand, get your name on the wall at the Hall of Fame. That's it. Oh. Did you, I, I, when I was doing the, the, the little bit of research on the Stall gift, mate, they had every winner listed. Since 1878, like it, was, it was a long list. The only time it didn't run uh, is four years over the um, Second World War. They mm. didn't run it. And would you believe this year because of COVID? Yeah, this year, yeah. Right. The only like time everything it else. Run. Yeah, like everything else. I just heard that the, that the Tamworth Music Festival is off now. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks, for listening well. to, thanks for listening to Country <laughs> Picks last week with Adam Harvey and myself where we, yeah. uh, with a, where we uh, did talk about the fact that uh, – 
the country yeah. music festival. And these these country towns, you know, whether it's a running race or whether it's a country music festival, no matter what it is, or a wine festival, yeah, yeah, it will certainly. Um, these things certainly boost your local economy, and and the, and the towns are missing out. You yeah. know, the accommodation places and the gift shops and the coffee shops and the the stores and the little grocery stores. They're all they're all missing yeah. out. It's such a yeah, it's very hard. And the thing is, there wouldn't, yeah. there wouldn't be a case of COVID anywhere near the Grampians. No, no, no. So but look, we've just, got to, we've just got to remember that all these places are still there. And, mm. you know, as soon as that we're able to travel, uh, we need, we being, the, you know, the collective, yep. the listeners and people listening to the podcast and that, uh, we need to support all these towns. You remember, remember how we were talking about supporting the towns that were hit by the bushfires, mm. you know? And there was a, a, a huge support for that. I mean, you put on that great weekend down Dulla Dulla, mm. and uh, and I had a whole bunch of people lined up to to do the same up in my my town at Braidwood there, mm. and um, and then of course the, the whole COVID thing came and. and and we weren't allowed to go, but you you got you scraped yours in by the skin of your teeth. Oh, mate, we had it by a week. I think I think it was yeah. the I think it was the yeah. following day or the day after that. Um, yeah. Everything yeah. went into uh, lockdown, so yeah. we so everything down. Yeah, well, we were due to weekend. have our big event that up at the training centre, and and then go and spend some money in Braidwood and down at down at uh, Batemans Bay and Malua Bay, where they were really badly hit. We were you know destined to do that the week after yours, and we couldn't do it. We had to call it off because mm. then, you know we got we got put in the lockdown. Mm. But look, we've just got to remember that that you know when we do get our opportunity, we will get our opportunity to travel again. Of course, again. we will. That these country towns need us to come back to us. Mm. I know at the moment they're they're keen to you know, keep city folk away because they don't want any any problems. But uh, but eventually things will get better, and there are just so many fantastic places and. You know, I, I, talking to you each week about them, oh, mate, oh, it doesn't well, give me get, itchy It's it not get, doing me any good, you know. It does get you, think, it gets you thinking, doesn't it? And, I mean, and, and we love a country road trip. And, I mean, look, country Victoria is absolutely beautiful. And uh, Well, the, the beauty of this one, mate, is that, you, you know, you, you're virtually, oh, look, an hour and a half drive and you're down on the Great Ocean Road which was the very first podcast that we did on That's the Road right. Trip Australia. Mm. We talked about the Great Ocean Road. So mm. you're only, a, you know, you're an hour and a half away. As I mentioned, we, we did the Great Ocean Road in our car club mm. and then we came back via the Grampians. Mm. Um, and then we shot up to the Murray and we talked about the Murray last week mm. and we did the drive along the Murray. Mm. Um, so, you know, you can, you can make this a... I mean, if you were a, a president of a car club or the or the trip organizer of a car or a bike club, and you had to be listening to this, mm. you know, look at some of these drives that you can do. I mean, we combined the, the drive over the the mountains on the Great Alpine Way, and then we went down to the Great Ocean Road, and then we came back through the Grampians, and then we toddled down along the Murray. We did a houseboat, you know, a, a paddle steamer cruise, and then we, you know, just straight back up up the highway back to Sydney, and you can put together, you know, seven, ten-day drive like that mm. that will just blow blow your mind in terms of the great scenery, the great driving, great places to have a meal. Um, yeah, and so, you know, we've all just got to start doing this as soon as we're allowed to do it, mate. Absolutely, mate. All right, well, that's a good one this week, mate. The Grampians on a road trip all around that area, uh, which is absolutely stunning. And like we say, we love a country road trip. Everybody does, whether you're into four-wheel driving, caravanning, or you're just... 
a person yep. who just loves a road trip. It doesn't necessarily, mm-hmm. like we said at the outset, you don't necessarily have to have all the gear and the big four-wheel drive and the van or the motorhome no, no. to love a road no. trip. Everyone loves a road trip. And, every, and I, yeah. you talk to so many people who do them. I saw a mate of mine on social media who who, who did a, a, a recent road trip this just this week up in the New England region, you know, through some gear, yeah. in, the, gear in the car yeah. and off they went, Not you know, sure. and looked at yeah. all the sites. I mean, there's plenty to see and yeah. do on every road trip, Vic, but this is a good one. So um, yeah. people can go and Beautiful check that spot, out though. and... And plan mm. that one out. All right, mate. Very good. Alrighty. All right. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll do it again next week. We'll think of somewhere else to go next week, mate. Yeah. Good on <laughs> you, know, mate. You know, we think of them about half an hour before you ring me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, mate. Well, you enjoy it. I'll right. talk to you soon. All right. You take care, mate. All the best. There it is. Vic Woodman, who is the owner-operator of Great Divide Tours. And don't forget, you can check out Vic's brand-new YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and Type in Vic Widman and you'll be able to see um, some great stuff there, including some tips and, and some advice and a little bit of humour as well and some entertainment. It's a pretty good thing. So jump onto that and um, subscribe to Vic's YouTube channel as well. And uh, like I said, uh, it, you certainly will, uh, you won't be disappointed there. Great Divide Tours is the owner-operator of that business. Four-wheel drive training centre as well as um, four-wheel drive courses, camper trailer courses, advanced four-wheel drive terrain courses as well. Um, you can He does it all there, including um, steep inclines, declines, teach you to drive through mud, sand, rock, river crossings, as well as um, everything there is to do with camping and getting out there. We even have camper trailer courses, as I say, and camp cooking down there as well. If you want to go on one of these road trips or one of these off-road trips as well, jump onto the website, 4wd.net.au, because after you've had your training, you can go on a tag-along trip. So that's the way to do it. He goes absolutely everywhere. He knows his stuff. He's been everywhere, and um, certainly uh, certainly can uh, you can benefit from Vic's experience and, of course, his team of expert guides. <laughs> And as you know, this podcast is in partnership with Top Parks, but of course is also sponsored by BF Goodrich Tyres. And this year, BF Goodrich Tyres celebrates their milestone 150th year from humble beginnings in 1870. BF Goodrich continues to be passionately performance-driven. The BF Goodrich brand was built for driving enthusiasts by, of course, driving enthusiasts. BF Goodrich strive to continually improve tyre performance and because of their adventurous spirit, they've always encouraged people to seek the ultimate freedom on or off the roads. If you're on a road trip, you certainly do need to uh, have BF Goodrich on the bottom of your car. Put them on your rims. There you go. Get out there. You certainly will get out and hit the roads with a fair bit of confidence with BF Goodrich tyres. BF Goodrich has achieved victory in the biggest races across the globe from success at Le Mans, the BAHA 1000, the Dakar Rally, and, of course, the famous Fink Desert Race right here in Australia. It's time for BFG's history, and it's a pretty long one, to be in your future to actually get together and unite. Choose how you want to drive with BF Goodrich Tyres. Go to bfgoodrich.com.au and then once you do that, you will find your local BFG dealer. They are absolutely everywhere. And we talk about that history. I'm sure a lot of people don't know that in 1981, the actual Space Shuttle Columbia was fitted with BF Goodrich Tyres. So they thought they were the go. So well, there you go. So uh, get, get yourself a set of BF Goodrich tyres. Uh, like we say, a very, very rich history celebrating 150 years. Now, as I mentioned and as we know, this podcast is in partnership with, of course, Top Parks. And each week we speak usually to Laura or Michelle from Top Parks. I've got to say, 
We've got Dino. Dean from Top Parks, who is going to tell us all about the caravan park or the tourist park, whatever you want to call it these days. They're more tourist parks these days or holiday villages down in the area around this road trip down there at uh, Willie. I'll let him tell us where it is. Dino, good up. How are you? Mate, I'm going well. Okay, so you're going to tell us about the uh, Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park uh, down there where we've just been talking about the road trip all through that area. Mate, this is an absolute cracker. Mate, the one thing that stands out for me with this park, it's got a wood-fired heated pool. Tell us a bit about that. It certainly has. It's a beautiful park. It's um, located um, uh, just out of Halls Gap near the... Uh, Lake Belfield there, and a really, really nice park um, run by some great people there too. So, yeah, no, great, great park. It has a um, lots of um, powered and unpowered sites, of course, and it's also got some really unique style accommodation. Um, it's got they've got these really good um, safari tents, and they're all set up on uh, platforms and everything. It's really, really nice. They've got pods and bell tents as well. And wait for it, they've got a They've got one of the tents that's set up with a uh, a flight simulator in it, a seven three seven flight simulator. Can you really? It? <laughs> yeah. Right. I noticed it's, they call it. Well, it's actually if you if it actually call it glamping, and look, some do. of the, the safari tents look fantastic. Um, oh. I mean, just sensational with the beautiful dining uh, area as well as the bed with the the covered bed. Looks like something out of a. I don't know, one of those old type harems, but it looks fantastic. Um, and then they've got the little pod setups. But mate, tell us a bit more about the. So what is it? It's it's, it's got a simulator within the yep. tent. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, in the tent. So it's just like the others, and they're they're absolutely awesome, as you said. The uh, the tents there they're really luxurious. I've stayed in in one of them myself, and they're they're really really comfortable. Um, they've got their own kitchens and uh, bathrooms, toilets, and everything. So, but the era, yeah, it's got a. A flight simulator inside the, the the glamping tent, so you can uh, learn to fly a seven three seven. That's unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I've actually done that. Uh, and I think I I can't remember where I flew the plane. I know I I know I landed it in a paddock. I, 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 <laughs> I, compl- I completely missed the runway. But is that something? Yeah. That's, that's a novelty that you won't find in too many caravan parks, is it? Isn't it? That's unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. And. And I know you like a good camp kitchen. They've got one of the best camp kitchens I've ever seen in the caravan park. Yeah, right, awesome. okay. All yeah. right, we'll get to that. So we've got the glamping. Now, we've also got some beautiful cabins accommodation there. Uh, yep. Modern two-bedroom cabins, fantastic for the family. Yeah. And, um, and there's a couple of ranges. There's a few of those, actually. We've, yeah, two um, and three bedrooms, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. And, mate, just it's a spectacular scenery all around the, the park. It's just... It's just sensational. The Grampians in the background and um, yeah. it's just dead set right in the heart of the Grampians, this place. But some of the parks are fantastic. Uh, some of the cabin accommodation is just, I mean, it's as good as home. Oh, mate, you're right. It's, um, it's the location superb. You can see the Grampians all around. There's, there's kangaroos and wallabies jumping everywhere, emus, and you just sit out the, you know, in front of the, front of the uh, cabin there and, and look at all the all the beautiful scenery and all the all the wildlife around. It's just it is one of those magical spots. Yeah, no, uh, exactly right. Yeah, really, really and plenty for the kids to do there as well. There's a couple of swimming pools. There's the heated pool, as we say, which is for anyone who's spent any time out in the bush. Those donkey um, showers blocks, which is basically how the pool's heated. Um, it's yeah. fantastic. But then there's a new pool uh, adjacent to that old pool as well now. So there's 
plenty for the kids to do. There's a Wi-Fi hub, and the kids love the Wi-Fi. There's also trampolines and things for the kids to play on as well. Brand new amenities, which is fantastic. And um, the, the, look, there's a public fireplace, which I'm tipping uh, in the in the cooler months. It uh, certainly yeah. uh, is the way to go. And you have campfires as well. Yeah, absolutely. They've got little drums that you can um, you can move around the place and have your own private fire. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, sensational, mate. Now, for those people, for those people that are travelling with a caravan in tow or a camper trailer or in the motorhome, fantastic sights again. Just beautiful grassed areas. And, um, and fire drums, as we say, there's powered sites and, of course, unpowered sites. But, again, you're just surrounded by the Grampians. And, and I said this to Vic earlier, it's just one of those places that when you get there, the atmosphere hits you straight away. So you, you're just, you, the minute you get out, of the, get out of the car, you're just in that relax, relaxation mode. It's just, you know, that your mood changes. It looks very, very peaceful there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could spend a week there, no, no worries at all. <laughs> just, just relaxing and and uh, exploring the Grampians, which are very, very close nearby, and lots of things to see and do, and hiking trails and waterfalls, and you know, yeah, really, really magical spot. Yeah, plenty to do as well. There's an adventure golf cafe there, and there's a bistro and bar not too far yep. away as well, and um, a, yep. a local bakery. And for the kids, there's the ice creamery in town. Uh, plenty to see and do in this area. It's an absolute cracker. And if you're into yes, your wines, is. there's a vineyard not too far away. And like we say, yep. it's one of those. It's just one of those parks where you can pull up, relax, and just take it all in. And there's something for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. I love the idea of the wood fire heated pool. I don't think there'd be too many parks with a simulator. In, in like <laughs> that's unbelievable. A yeah, it's unique, isn't it? Oh, it's very often. Well, it's the first time I've ever heard of it. <laughs> and then and then a wood fire heated pool, which is. Which is fantastic, and uh, and and for people that want to go and check that out, I mean, it's certainly worth doing. I'm tipping it's pretty cool there in winter time. Oh, I can do, but beautiful. You can sit around the, the fireplace and everything. But yeah, I, I was there in, in winter myself last year, and the waterfalls are flowing and everything, and just it's a yeah, it's uh, during winter, it's a great spot. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. No, this is a great, and if you love your if you love your scenery and you love that relaxed um, outlook. This park is certainly for you because, as we say, it is just basically smothered with the Grampians all around it. And the, it's just a sensational uh, part of Australia. Uh, and, look, we should tell people, as this podcast is published, that currently it is closed due to the COVID-19 virus. But please put it on your list. If you're planning a road trip down through the Grampians um, and you want some accommodation, this is the place to do it. Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park. And it's part of the family of top parks, which certainly do have more parks in more places, but this is an absolute cracker. If, you, if you're going to go down down the Grampians and you're looking for somewhere to stay, you, you wouldn't go past this place. It, it certainly caters for everybody. All right, Doc. All right, mate, good stuff. You just go to the website. You can just type in the Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park or you can go to the uh, Top Parks website. Just type in topparks.com.au and, and uh, but like we say, currently closed but not closed down forever, just currently closed like everything else in Victoria at the minute. But uh, yeah, depending on... And, and like, yeah, like all, all parks in Victoria, Duck, as soon as we're ready to travel, go go across there and support them all. They're all struggling a little bit at the moment, so it'd be great to get as many people in these parks as absolutely possible as we get out of this 
COVID nightmare. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And as we say, this is a podcast, so it's a bit timeless. But at the at the moment, as we record it, this uh, it is closed. But it will be opening, and just keep your eye on. Everybody will know when Victoria's open for business. And mate, that's a very good point. It's a point we make on our radio show as well. As soon as we're, we need to get back in there and support these businesses. Uh, I thought yep. we were out of the woodwork there. We were talking to a few parks down yep. there. and, and uh, But anyway, it's not forever, And uh, but we'll get through this and then back in business and then and we get as many people around Australia to uh, go down to not only the Halls Gap Lakeside but all the other parks that are in Victoria and get down and support these local places because I'm tipping that this, this particular area is COVID free and probably has never seen a case. It's very, very unfair that it's closed. Exactly but right. It is what it is, yep. and uh, but we'll support them as soon as uh, as soon as they are open for business again. All right, mate. Well done, Dino. You've done well, mate, and you've debuted on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Chuck. Good on you. And yeah. any time, mate. Happy to talk to you. Good on you, mate. There he is. And I've got to say, he didn't do a bad job. But the Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park, it's fantastic. You need to go and check it out. Just jump on the website, jump on the, if you're planning a trip, now's the time, especially if you want to get down to Victoria, there'll be some pretty good deals on down there. Forget the deals, just get down and support them anyway. And uh, look, if you're going to go down to Grampians, which was our road trip this week, you will not go any better than this place for your accommodation, Halls Gap Lakeside Tourist Park, and like I say, it is part of Top Parks, uh, the Top Parks family. And as we uh, as we tell you every, each week, Top parks all over Australia are making holidays affordable again with Australia's largest choice of holiday parks in every corner of this great country. Top parks are the perfect place to pull up, relax and just start exploring. You can book a self-contained cabin where you can just park right outside your front door or pull up to your very own site. And some of those sites down at Halls Gap are fantastic with fireplaces and the like where you can just pull up with the motorhome or the caravan in tow, the camper trailer. Let me tell you now, even if it's a swag or a tent, there's a Top Parks holiday for absolutely any budget. And thanks to Top Parks, the G'day Rewards membership, whether you're staying in a cabin or towing a caravan across the country, you can save even more money on every stay. I love the G'day's Reward membership. They've, they've uh, partnered up with some pretty reputable companies, people like the good guys and the like, where you can get discounts not only when you're travelling, but even when you're at home. You need to do that. Jump onto the website and jump onto that G'day's Reward membership and sign up. I know I'm a member, and I'm a member for a good reason, because you just get looked, you look, you get looked after anyway, but you can save money especially if you're one of those travellers that travel around a lot. You need to get onto it. The Good Age Reward Membership, it's on the website. With wide open spaces, plenty of fresh air and more more parks in more places, you'll want to pop in and just say good day. I know I do it. Look, to find out more or to book that perfect spot, just visit topparks.com.au. Like we say, they have more parks in more places, self-contained cabins, nice camp spots as well as powered and unpowered sites and some and some fantastic facilities and there was a first for us this week a caravan park or a holiday park with a 737 simulator i bet that'd be pretty popular i reckon <laughs> it's unbelievable anyway i hope if you do get down there and do that don't do what i did i did the thing at darling harbour one day and landed the plane on the grass I had no idea. <laughs> you could imagine the people if I actually had real passengers on. Anyway, it was a bit like that Flying High movie. I was all over the shop. But you need to check it out. Topparks.com.au is the website. Get on. Join the G'day Rewards membership and uh, you certainly won't regret doing that. Top Parks, they have more parks in more places. Well, that is our podcast this week, Road Trips Australia, the Grampians. I certainly uh, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to uh, suggest your own road trip to us, you can do that on the email, bluecollarmedia.com 
www.bluecollarmedia.com.au, bluecollarmedia.com.au, and, of course, just click on Email the Duck. But that is our podcast for this week, and uh, certainly thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the support and messages that we get each week in light of this podcast. You can catch us on the Camping and Off-Road Radio Show as well, where we also tell you about how good top parks are and a lot of other great places to visit as well. But in the meantime, uh, thanks for tuning in. If you happen to see me somewhere out there, make sure that you just come up and say good day.